Dad on Money is presented by the Small Business Accountants and Financial Advisors. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Dad on Money. I'm your host, Stephen Williams, and I'm co-hosted by a rotating cast of my children, each with their own financial goals and situations. Today, I am joined by Alex. Say hi, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I am a podcaster, a freelance editor, among other things. And today we are talking about road trips because it is getting hot outside. Right now, I am missing AC (laughs) of an apartment. But uh, we're going to talk about road trips because things are starting to open up and we are more and more being allowed to go and do fun adventures like that. But first, an ad. Hey guys, Steven here, just popping in to remind you that Dad on Money is brought to you by the Small Business Accountants and Small Business Financial Advisors. For all your accounting and financial advising needs, our small business is here to help you. Come and get your personal taxes done and put that refund to good use. Okay, so like I said, things are opening up. We're getting into summer everybody's kind of itching to get out there and start exploring. So we're going to talk about road trips. As kids or growing up, we went on a few camping trips, not really big road trips, but we'd get out there. So I thought this would be a good topic for me to ask you what kind of financial preparations you would do when when thinking about travel uh, when when we were younger. You know, it's an expense, right? Whenever you do anything outside your normal routine, it's going to be an added expense. So you have to look at where you're going, what you're doing, uh, what kind of provisions you need in order to save for that expense for that road trip. So, you know, of course, it all comes back to budgeting. So if you kind of plan ahead, if you can, you know, say, oh, in a year's time, we want to go to whatever the place is. And what do you think it's going to cost to go to that place? Whether you're driving there, flying there, how are you staying? Are you tenting? Are you, do you have a trailer to stay in? Are you staying in a hotel? Are you buying food at the grocery store like you normally would? Or are you eating out all the time? So all those things you have to consider and budget for and then take it divided by 12, and that's what you need to save per month in order to have that money to be able to at least hopefully offset the expenses that you have for that trip. Yeah, and something I've been I've been listening to a few podcasts about road trips and about how to travel on a budget and stuff because I'm planning a, a trip for myself this summer. And one thing that's been really big is unexpected costs. So what kind of things can we do to prepare for those unexpected costs? Because you might you might look ahead and say, oh, the campsite is going to cost X number of dollars. And then when we're in this place, it'll be a hotel, it'll cost this much. But what about what about when things go wrong? How can we prepare financially for when things kind of go not according to plan? So thankfully, if you live in Canada, doesn't matter where you go in Canada, you have health care. And so if something goes sideways with you being sick, then you're covered. But if you're going somewhere else, you really need to have travel insurance so that, you know, if you're in the United States or in Mexico or Europe or something like that, and you get sick, you're not going to have enough money probably ever to offset 
what that would have cost. So you want to make sure you've got appropriate travel insurance that will cover off those expenses so that if something does happen, you've got it covered. And it really isn't that expensive. So definitely look into it and see what the coverages are to be able to determine what you might need, um, you know, going forward. So that's one unexpected thing. Another one might be if you're traveling via vehicle and your vehicle breaks down. Have you saved up in your emergency funds enough for, you know, repairing the transmission or whatever it is on your vehicle, getting new tires uh, that you might need to continue on your journey? Or is your journey done because you haven't saved up anything and so now it's all done? You know what I mean? So you got to, you know, do you want to ruin the trip because you didn't plan financially or do you want to have the trip survive because you did plan and you made it through and it just ends up being a good story later. Yeah, I I like that because obviously you can't prepare for everything. Oh no, my car got hit by an asteroid. You know, like there are things that you're not gonna that you're not gonna Well then you have car consider. insurance for that. Okay, perfect, perfect. Easy. I, I hope my car insurance covers asteroids impacts. So I'll I'll give you an example. One year, when you guys were really little, we went up to Edmonton, had just bought a brand new Astro van, and traveling back from Edmonton back to Calgary, and it breaks down in the middle of the highway. Middle of nowhere, Sunday evening, nothing. And so, you know, phoned AMA, or AAA for those people who aren't in Alberta, went through, or CAA, I should say, for those in Canada, not in the U.S., and uh, had them tow the vehicle into, I don't know, whatever place up there to a shop. And because of the insurance and all that stuff that we had in place, we got a rental vehicle and were able to drive home. And so as much as it was inconvenient to have our trip delayed by probably a good hour and a half, we still managed to survive and and get on our way. And then I just ended up, you know, calling a friend or whatever, because we only had the rental for a short period of time and got back up to, uh, up there to get the van and everything was good. So you may not even remember that. I don't know. No, I have no recollection of that. If, if the Astro van See, was brand even, new. It then... wasn't even traumatic. So you don't even know what it was like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, so that just saved a whole traumatic experience for you, even though you had to ride in the back of a, you know, a semi tow truck. Um, I don't even know where I had to be because I couldn't fit in the semi tow truck with you kids in there. Anyway, so it was just one of those things, right? And managed to get through it. And, you know, but if we didn't have that insurance, then that would have been a problem. And because it was brand new vehicle, everything got replaced free of charge. So it wasn't, uh, wasn't that big of an issue. So we just want to make sure that you kind of plan as best you can. You cannot plan for everything, but plan as best you can. You know, there was one year that uh, uh, myself and three others, we went to Hawaii and Air Canada ended up overbooking on their system uh, all their planes probably like four times over. And so we couldn't get a plane off the island back to the mainland. And so we ended up having to stay in a hotel an extra night, which 
you're thinking, oh, you're in Hawaii, who cares? But when you're carting around luggage because you really don't have a place to stay, it's really not that fun. So finally found a hotel because there was, you know, thousands of other people stranded the same as we were and phoned around to different places and finally got a, a, a flight to San Francisco. But if we didn't have the extra resources to be able to do that, we'd be stuck in Hawaii because Air Canada wasn't paying for any flights to get off the island. They were, okay, you wait and we'll find you a flight eventually. So as much as I would have liked to have stayed in Hawaii for another week, it's expensive to stay in Hawaii. So, you know, and when you want to come home, you want to come home because you got other things to do. You got responsibilities and stuff. So you really do have to be prepared as much as possible in order to um, keep that stuff from affecting your holiday. Right. You got to get back to work. You got to get back to, you know, family, friends, anything else that you've got going on. Hey guys, Stephen here, just popping in to remind you that Dad on Money is brought to you by the Small Business Accountants and Small Business Financial Advisors. For all your accounting and financial advising needs, our small business is here to help you. Come and get your personal taxes done and put that refund to good use. I kind of want a soapbox on the AMA thing for a second or CAA or AAA, depending where you are. Uh, I remember... Jerrica and I were driving up to mom's house. Uh, this was five, six years ago. And I remember two days earlier, you gave me an AMA card. And then as we're driving up, it was the road, the QE2 was covered in ice. And so I said, okay, well, that's dangerous. So we take a back route and we're going slow, you know, keeping it easy, keeping in line with the people around us. And then suddenly we spun out and I had to use the AMA card that very week that that you gave it to me. And we got towed out. If we hadn't have had that, I would have had to call a, a tow truck, wait for them. They were really busy. I'd have to wait and then hope that, you know, hope that I could pay for it out of pocket, you know. And so I think having that insurance, you never want to use it, but it it helps when when you do have to use it because those costs, like you said, medical expenses in another country could ruin you. That could completely derail your life. Yeah, and one thing, you know, talking about the AMA, that if something does happen, you get a flat or you lose a tire or, you know, get into a ditch and you need a tow truck, you can phone AMA even though you're not a member. You can phone, become a member. It's like, I don't know, we'll say 90 bucks become a member and now you're a member and now you can get your free tow. Now it costs you 90 bucks. Now you're covered for a few extra toes and stuff like that. So you're all good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Works, works out real nice. Um, okay. So cool. So have some insurance, have some things, you know, have some contingency plans ready just in case if things go wrong, obviously you hope things don't go wrong. You want to have a nice, enjoyable trip but things happen. So what other kind of things financially should you plan for? Uh, like food, what should you expect? And, you know, how do you, how do you plan for those things? Well, you know, do, if you're, if you're going to a place not far or in Canada, you know that it's probably going to be about the same. If you're going up to the Northwest Territories or the Yukon, guess what? It's going to cost a little bit more for everything just because it all has to get transported up there. 
So understand that, that, you know, a carton of eggs in, in a big city in the southern part of Canada is not going to cost the same as a carton of eggs in the northern part of Canada. It's going to be a lot more expensive. So make sure you kind of take those things into consideration of where you're going. Even, you know, if you're going to eat out at restaurants, have a look at what restaurants around and, and see a lot of restaurants post their menus online. So you can see how much it is. You got to look at exchange rates and stuff like that as well. So, you know, if you're planning a trip to the United States, then you want to save that money to be able to cover off those costs uh, in U.S. dollars as opposed to whatever the rate's going to be in Canadian at that point in time because it could be better or it could be worse. Yeah, yeah. I think the big overall message here is preparation. We have the internet, you have Google, you can search up gas prices of wherever you're driving to and figure out kind of an idea of what you can expect. You can search up how much a carton of eggs is going to cost you in Yellowknife. You can look up those things and sort that out so that you can have an accurate uh, an accurate plan for when you when you take this trip. And always 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 consider what could go wrong? If something does go wrong, do I have the money for that or do I have the insurance for it? Are there any other big financial tips on road trips you want to add to this? I don't think so. It's just, you know, the more planning you do, the better it is, obviously. Uh, just because then you've got, you know where you're going, you know what to expect, you know what you need to do. Uh, you get dropped somewhere in the middle of a forest how high is your anxiety, right? If you if you go with friends that say, hey, let's go, let's go here, and you go, sure, and you go with your debit card, and you go, oh, I didn't realize it was going to cost this much, or I didn't realize it was going to be this, then that might have affected your decision on whether or not to go. So at the end of the day, planning, even if it's unexpected, you know, road trips or spontaneous road ship trips, planning is always a good thing. So just plan for the future, whatever it is, you know, make choices, make good choices, save, because if you save and you've got cash, really, nothing's going to bother you a whole bunch unless you get dumped into like shark infested waters, then, you know, you can't pay them off, but <laughs> maybe you can pay somebody to lift you out of the water and then you're okay. Whereas if others that you go with don't have the money, then they're shark bait. <laughs> nice. Good reference. Good one. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's the big thing. Ultimately, what we say every, every time, every episode, every video we make, it's save more, spend less. That's the, one of the easiest ways that you can help de-stress yourself and allow yourself to have spontaneous trips because you're prepared for unexpected things and and can go and really enjoy those things yeah and understand that you don't have to make a million dollars a year to be able to do things you know yeah you might not be able to do everything you want but i know people that make forty thousand dollars a year that save a crap ton of money and are able to do whatever they want because they've made choices they've made choices to save and so, you know, they've paid off a house. They've saved for their retirement. 
they're going to enjoy their life. And not that they haven't enjoyed their life already. They have, but they haven't gone on an annual trip to Hawaii or they haven't gone on an annual trip to Mexico. You know, you can do things without them being big and lavish. Uh, you know, going camping. Camping starting to cost quite a bit of money, even if you're just tenting. But you can go a lot of places. Well, even Crown Land is starting to cost because the province of Alberta is starting to charge now to go on to Crown Land. But anyway, it's still cheaper than going camping all the time. So you want to make sure that you're covering that off and, and just save because that'll just save you a whole ton of stress down the road and just open up opportunities for you. Yeah. And I, I want to add right before we close as well, talk to people who have done it before you too. Ask them, what was your experience here? Where did you go? Where did you camp? How much did it cost? And, and learn from them as well, because they've got boots on the ground instead of thinking it'll cost this much, this much, this much, just by your Google searches. Ask somebody who's actually gone through and, and done those things, gone to those places and can tell you, well, we had this unexpected thing because they don't tell you that, you know, the water's not great. So you might want to bring that or, you know, it can help you better prepare by talking to people who've done it before. Uh, and with that, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening to Dad on Money. I'm Stephen Williams and you can find me at smallbusinessaccountants.ca. And I'm Alex Williams, and you can find me at mechoradio.com. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com for all the work that I get up to. Thanks for listening. And I'm just going to record the credits here so I don't have to later. Dad on Money is produced by Mecho Radio. Of course, we are sponsored by the Small Business Accountants and Small Business Financial Advisors. The music we use is by Ian Post. This episode was hosted by myself. Alex Williams, and by my dad, Stephen Williams. It was edited by me as well. And with that, we just want to say thank you again for listening. We'll talk to you next week with a new episode.